Greetings, everybody. Welcome back. Another episode of Nuts and Bolts. And Natty's back. Yay! I'm back. Yay! Yay. Excuse my little, maybe little coughs here and there. No. I, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I promise. That's okay. I think, it, well, I've still got a cough. I can't speak for everybody else. I was going to speak for everybody else, but then I thought, no, it's just me, really. I'm my sample <laughs> just, size of two. Both of us have coughs. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, uh. Well, I have Post- to say, like, I think, coughs. yeah, that's, that's it, Halloween coughs. But, um, <laughs> well, for me, I think it's because it's a, it's a little bit colder for me at the moment. I don't know if you, if you noticed, Natty, I'm, I'm a little bit bare right now. Oh, um, yes. You don't have your usual neck warmer. No, that's right. Oh my God. It was so but <laughs> like, cause, um, I shaved on Monday for the start of November because we're doing November here at Game On Oz. So please, if you've got any money, um, donate to our Tilt to Fire campaign that we got going. If you're in um, the Twitch Twitch chat, it'll be popping up in uh, in a message there. Or if you're you're watching it somewhere, we'll find some. We'll put it in a link somewhere so that you can go and donate anyway. So um, please do that because we've got some good rewards there. But yes, I shaved on Monday, and Monday was a bit of a chilly morning, and I'm walking around work. And all I can feel is like the cold air on my naked face. And it's just like, oh, I don't like this. You need to walk around doing the Macaulay Culkin, just holding yeah. your chin and your cheeks. I, I did I did contemplate like going getting, because I got a beanie that lives in my car and just like chucking it over my chin and seeing how I went there. <laughs> Have you seen those um, night beanies and gnome beanies where they've built in beards or like a a mouth guard style like a helm a night helm yeah (laughs) yeah. one of those that's it or maybe i'll just you know wear a mask and that might keep me a little bit cool but that's uh well yeah that's our our november stuff and we are doing some uh some some viewer rewards so for every i want to say 20 i made this up and i've forgotten already hang on i think it's (laughs) for every 20 dollars um we're doing some exercise reps of of our choice because you bastards aren't going to make me do burpees Um, (laughs) so yeah we'll do five reps of that which for me will probably be star jumps but you know other people might like to do push-ups they might like to do sit-ups i don't know like my abs are not built for sit-ups i don't know about yours natty uh no my abs my abs are pretty good but um I broke my toe a few years ago, so I can do burpees. They just really hurt. Oh. Um, so um, yes, I'll I'll be I'll be pulling some star jumps. I think maybe as well. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, for, for, so every twenty dollars that gets donated, we'll do five reps of an exercise of the the host choice because we've got the weekly show as well that we'll be doing some of this. Um, but also, if we hit five hundred dollars, we're going to do a Goa staff gaming stream. So that's something we don't normally do because we've got the shows that that we uh, that we do here with nuts and bolts and the weekly show. Uh, and so we'll get together one night on a two determined to be determined night if we hit that five hundred dollar goal. And that's um, super exciting! I can't wait. Oh uh, yeah, me too. I. I, I I think we're we're still kind of deciding what the game is going to be, but yeah, I just I think whatever we play is going to be fun. Um, no, but the, it has to be a battle royale of games. Yeah, surely this is how we have to go. I think I think so. Like I I kind of thought like maybe we could do something like a megathon at PAX where we play a whole heap of random mini games and then crown the champion of that. But I think that I don't know. I have to have a bit more of a think about that one. Mm. Um, but we also have a seven hundred and fifty dollar reward. So this one, um, 
this one we're throwing it back a bit it's something we haven't done for a while but we the weekly show used to do gaming songs every now and then so they would take a, a well-known song and rewrite the lyrics to gaming stuff so um yeah we're reviving that for that reward so if we hit 750 dollars we'll uh we'll we'll write a gaming song and then lastly for a thousand dollars the ultra secret surprise Ooh, ooh, I love the ultra secret surprise. Me too. They haven't told me what it is yet, so <laughs> it could be anything. You know? It's a surprise to us as well. That's it. Yeah. So that that's uh, that's our goals for November. There. So I uh, cannot wait to to get stuck into that. Um, and oh, we're recording this on the Wednesday, so the second of November, and we've already got a fair chunk of donations in there. So thank you to everybody for that. Uh, and and no doubt we'll have more by the time this goes to air. So thank you, everybody. We really appreciate that. Uh, and your generosity is is amazing. Yeah, thank you so much in advance. It's such mm. a, a good cause. You know, um, mm. men's health is something that needs to be highlighted, um, especially for a lot of us we've spoken about um, mental health mm. um, being something that's impacted this community and, and something that we... Um, uh, we back and, and want to raise awareness about. Yep, I feel I feel as gamers, like and particularly at Goa, with our motto, it's it's okay just to play because that's what we want. Games are an escape. You you want to have fun playing them, so you just you take it nice nice and easy. It doesn't matter how you play the game as long as you're having fun. Um, but like the other side of of um, November with like the prostate cancer stuff as well, because those are important. Because I know I'm. I'm guilty of it at times. I don't go to the doctor. Like I've had this cough for two weeks. I'm going, oh, it's just a cough. It'll all right. It'll, it'll go away sooner or later. Yeah. Um, and but I really should go to the doctor and get it checked checked out. And and it's a very important message for for well men in particular, but everybody as well to to look after yourself and and take care. And and yeah, that's why we fundraise for Movember to get those uh get those dollars in for for all those wonderful causes. And um, let, let's uh, let's jump into some esports news right now. So we've of course got World of Tanks. Uh, that's that's heating up now. So the B League has had its uh, first week of playoffs already. That happened on Monday night, and this Friday night we've got the the Premier League heading into playoffs as well. So let's have a uh, a quick chat about some of the games. So. The first game of the night was the Action X versus the Comets. Now, there was only one match of the night that didn't have an impact on the finals. Um, this wasn't it. This, this had an impact on the finals. So Action X had locked up their, their playoff spot the week before. And for the Comets to secure their spot, they needed a win. Um, there, was, there was still a chance that they could get into the playoffs if, uh, if, they, if they lost, but they had to rely on other results. Um, so it was going to be pretty heated, I, I thought. But um, Action X, they're showing some really good form heading into the, the playoffs right there. They, uh, they came to fight um, the game. You can see on the screen at the moment, if you're watching on twitch.tv slash GameOnOz, you'll see the Action X are already up one. And they went on to win the series 4-0. So they, uh, they, they put their foot down and, and the, the Comets just didn't have an answer for it. And look... Uh, You've got to remember, this is the Comets' first season in the Premier League. They they got promoted from the B League last season. Um, and yet there is a fairly decent skill gap between the, the B League and the Premier League. And the fact that they're even in consideration for finals at all is amazing. 
oh, I think they've done a brilliant job just doing as well as they have. And and come even coming into this game, I don't think anybody would have predicted it would have been a 4-0 wipe for Adelaide Action X. Like, they have been competitive in their matches. So, mm-hmm. I mean, of course I'm happy Adelaide won, but, um, um, you know, I don't think this should tarnish everything the Comets have achieved this season so far. Mm, that, that's it. it it's... Uh... It, it's just been a great run for the Comets, and and we'll find out how they they went in a minute. Uh, well, how the, how the, if they made playoffs in, in a minute as we uh, continue on talking about the game. So, the second game of the night was between the Sentinels and the Matildas. So, unfortunately, the Matildas could not make playoffs. They haven't had the best best season. Um, but what they could do is potentially spoil things a little bit for the Sentinels. So the Sentinels were currently sitting in second and uh, Scorpions in first. So if the Scorpions lost against the Panthers and the Sentinels won, that could jump the Sentinels up into first. Um, they weren't going to fall out of second, though, so there was no danger of that. Sorry, Natty, the Action X weren't going to overtake them. But, but uh, once again, though... It, it's the teams come, the good teams coming right at the the right end of the season here. The uh, the Sentinels were were just too good for the Matildas. They found over matches. They they had that focus fire onto tanks and and just took took the wins there. So Matildas did take one game though. Um, so it was on, it was a three one win, not a four nil whitewash there. So but uh, congratulations to the Sentinels for uh, getting at least second spot. Um, and we'll find out how they went. Uh, in a, in a bit, if if they manage to to jump the scorpions as well. So the last game of the night was between the scorpions and the Perth Panthers. So Panthers needed to win this to jump up into fourth place and get that playoff spot. But like, I I keep on meaning to go and research this, but I don't think the Panthers have ever beaten the scorpions. So this, oh. this this was going to be a big ask. And especially mm. with how well the, um, the Scorpion season had gone, I think I think they, they had one loss against the, uh, against the Sentinels, I think it was, and then they came back and had a tiebreaker win in the second round. But we'll, we'll check that on the ladder in a bit. Um, but for the for the, um, for the Panthers, though, it was do or die. But unfortunately, look, on on paper, looking at this lineup, it's a lot better than fifth. But they just uh, they just couldn't click for whatever reason. They, you know, losing to the Matildas hurt them, um, and losing to the Comets in the uh, the second way, way round hurt them as well. And unfortunately, they lost this one as well, four four zero. Um, so the Scorpions kept top spot. And meant that the Comets made finals in their first series in the B League at the, at the expense of the Panthers there. So um, let's just recap the results before we go on. So yeah, you can see there, Action X beat the Comets 4-0, Sentinels beat the Matildas 3-1, and the Scorpions beat the Panthers uh, 4-0 as well. So like Action X and Scorpions just put on a really dominant display, and I'm excited to see them going in the playoffs. So let's uh, before before we do check out what the uh, the playoffs are going to be there. Let's just have a quick look at the fantasy team, and it, it surprised me a little bit um, that the top player for the the round was Goober from the Panthers, considering that that his team got a four nil 
whipping there and he he ends up scoring the most amount of points uh this week so that's uh that's a, that's an interesting one to me um but then of course you also see that uh you've got Wymo and the return from the sentinels in their win over the matildas um aussie from the scorpions also from the winning team and gloucester from action x actually i'm happy to see gloucester up there because he was a um a draftee this season i think he came from the b league so good to see him getting getting uh, up onto that team of the week right there as well. Yeah, absolutely loving seeing the Gloucester at 1% of picks and, yeah. and Wamo and Goober as well at around the 2%. You yeah. know, anybody, I'm, including those guys, are getting heavily rewarded, which is awesome. Yeah. It's a... Um, Wamo is a, is a little strange one, and I think it's probably because of the more the Sentinels and the way they play, because, like, they... They're not afraid of sacrificing a tank for um, for the greater good. And so to see, I think Waimo last season was a four-star player and this season he's a three-star player. So um, yeah, he must have just had a bit of a drop in the stats there. But really any Sentinels player is, is a good pick to have in your, your fantasy team. Um, but let's have a quick look at the bracket going into the playoffs there. So the upper bracket final will be between the Scorpions and the Sentinels. Sydney Derby first up. So that's a... Wow. Oh, that's a rematch that's of... That's going to be huge. Oh, it, it's going to be so big. Um, that, that's the rematch of the season four grand final as well. Um, the winner of that will jump straight into the grand final, which is on the 26th of November, I believe. Yes, 26th of November at Fortress Melbourne. It's a live land final there for that one. The loser will go into the consolidation final and um, being played next Friday, I believe. Um, they will face the winner of the lower bracket final between the Action X and the Comets. And really, after the dominant display this week you'd have to be thinking that the uh the action x have got that but it's a different different story in in finals because um they go go to a longer format um with I, I believe the week to week um picks are just picks but now you've got picks and bands so you can target some uh some bands away from from the other other team oh that does change the game mm. I, I i know we've said this a few times but comics have brought some interesting strategy um into mm. the a-league and i would be really interested to see just how they go with the bands mm. in play as well i was also trying to find some info about it but i also believe that the um they go they go to nine or it might be the grand final that's gone to nine games i have to double check that but um so and and going to nine nine rounds means that there's there's probably less bands that you can really do. Um, in fact, I'm not sure how many's in the map pool, but I'm pretty sure it's close to nine. If it's if it's <laughs> if it's not more than that. Um, so yeah, it's going going to be exciting. Can't wait to see the the playoffs there. So, um, but of course we've also got the B League that are already in their their playoffs there. So let's let's have a look at how the first week of playoffs went for the uh, for the B League. And uh, I'm going to call it a surprise because I feel like the Fireflies had a really good season. And while the Hellcats are, are much improved, I don't. I wouldn't have picked them over the Fireflies, but yes, the Hellcats did manage to beat the Fireflies uh, 4-3. So the Hel Hellcats go through to the grand final for the ANZ B League as well, while the Fireflies get a second chance. Uh, and 
the Badgers rebound because I think the week before the Badgers played the Centurions in a normal round and the Centurions won. Um, but yeah, they've bounced back to win 4-2 in their match as well. So the uh, Badgers will take on the Fireflies in that consolidation final there when we have a look. So the consolidation final will be on Monday night. Um, but the grand final will be played before the consolidation final of the ANZ Premier League um, the following Friday. So that they'll get a prime time slot in there on, on the Friday night. So it'll be uh, be really cool to see uh, who, who comes out of, of the, the Fireflies Badgers lineup. I think I'm trying to remember because I'm pretty sure it was the Fireflies who won. Just let me double double check that because, uh, yeah, I think the the Badgers tend to be a bit of a brawling team, and I think the Fireflies in their game brought a little bit more strategic sort of thinking um, and were able to just take on um, take take on the Badgers pretty well there. So let me just double check. So uh, yes, so so the last time the Fireflies and the Badgers met, the Fireflies won three one, but once again, finals are a different, uh, different kettle of fish. It's the best of seven series in the consolidation final. So we'll see if the Fireflies have what it takes to, uh, to outlast the the Badgers there. That should be a good one. I like they're kind of living up to their names. The Badgers being a bit more brawly. Yeah, yeah. No, they <laughs> they can be quite entertaining, but they also don't don't usually have like a backup strat. Like it's usually just okay next. You know, they kill a tank. Okay, next. Okay, next. Type type thing. Yeah. So, like, they do well with their focus fire, but yeah, it, it's not very strategic thinking. It's it's a go out of the blocks pretty quickly and hope to catch a couple of tanks unawares. Um, but moving on, so back to some international news. Um, so the Dota Two International happened over the weekend, and now we have a new champion. Tundra Esports, congratulations on your your uh, victory over Team Secret there in in the Dota Eleven uh, Grand Final there. So that that's yeah. that's oh, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I I just love the the Dota Championships as as far as um just the prize pools because I think we're talking about eighteen million dollar prize pool for this event. Oh, it's, which it's is the rich just the richest in uh, huge. Um, almost nineteen million according yeah. to Liquidpedia. So that's yeah, and yeah, it's a huge amount of money. Uh, and and the idea that it's mostly crowdfunded too, like how mm. insane is that? All the players just all the players of the game just putting putting into it when they're buying skins and mm. um, showing support for the game, and it got and it ends up going back to support the esport league, which you know I think is a relatively rare model. I I know that um, we've seen a few other tournaments and orgs try that kind of method, but it just hasn't worked. But it seems to you know still be working. Eleven eleven. Mm. Uh, internationals later and still still working still working for them it's it's an interesting thought isn't it the way because like the fact that it's the richest uh, esports competition in the world and and it's crowdfunded like that like we were talking the other week about heroes of the storm getting a bit of a crowdfunding thing but that that game like is in a different sort of position really because it's for lack of a better term, a dead game. It's well, not, yeah, it's not yeah. supported by the developer in <laughs> yeah. the world anymore. So definitely a different different position and a mm. different prospect there where it was more, um, 
a passion project, I think, for people that are still playing the game and still supporting it, whether you, you, Dota 2 still has a massive player base. Um, there were some really interesting viewership stats where they were talking about how, yeah, it was the lowest viewership they've seen in the last three years, but it was also within, I think, the top four of the largest viewerships since the tournament's been running. Okay. So it, it, it it's low according to the current trend, but still right up there as far as overall viewership for, for the tournament and um, certainly not showing any signs of, of slowing down. That would fit in with, with trends in streaming in general, though, as well, because the last couple of years with COVID, streaming viewership in general is up. And as things have started to open up again, that viewership has gone down. So I'm not not really surprised that, that their, their viewership has gone down. But the fact that it's still in the top four for all of the internationals, that, that's, that's still bloody good. Yeah, no, I, I think it's really a good sign that it's still very healthy. And, and again, it's another event that's managed to return to land um, with the COVID situation still going on. Um, I think that any tournaments managing LAN um, are doing a fantastic job holding it mm -hmm. together and, and keeping their sports going and, and trying to maintain that uh, uh, competitive integrity that you only really get when it's a when it's a LAN event. Yep. Um, but more land events that happened over the weekend, and I, I've got a bit of a video to show you because I love how this this looks. And and Natty, Natty, you're you're a bit bit more on this, but the Red Bull Wallalow um, tournament happened over the weekend, and it happens in a castle. Like I just love this this pomp and circumstance to go on. So you've got two standard bearers following behind the the players as they walk up drummers and just the whole whole castle that they're in you know it's just so cool yeah i love they've got all the support staff in like age of empires themed costumes so you know in like villager and peasant style outfits and uh it, it, yeah absolute pomp and i love yeah. it uh, red bull and microsoft really do a good job with this and again the fact that they've been able to return to lan as well has been fantastic mm. um it just is really great for the sport to be able to have the audience and all of this kind of celebrations going on. I, did, I um, one one thing that I didn't really notice, and it's kind of one thing that you have in the back of your mind, but both the players have notebooks, um, so they'll they'll have their strats in there and notes about probably what they're going to do. But I, I do wonder what else they would have in there, like. Oh. I, it's amazing with Age of Empires how much strategy depends on what um, races end up getting picked and they do like a pick and ban kind of situation as well. So if you manage to ban your opponent's strongest uh, race, then um, it, it does create some interesting tactics and, and everything changes based on who, you, who you're competing against. What you know, Are you going to go for a rush? Or are you going to try and um, be a bit more defensive, tanky? Uh, it just changes so much um so just a little bit more information about the the event which i think is so cool is that they're running competitive um um championships for age one age two and age four oh. um so this was running over nearly a month um with the finals happening last weekend for all four of uh, all of the three um titles which i think is really cool like i can't think of any other game where they have active competition running across three different variations of the game, especially when one of the games was like 
I think age one is 25 years old or something. Mm. So so when when you say ages, because uh, I've I've only played a little bit of, of Age of Empires, but I know that the research tree in there, because it's called Age of Empires because you start off in like, I'm going to say Stone Age, but that's probably not not quite right. But but and then as you advance, you go through like the Bronze Age and and other ages. So when when you say Age One, that means they can't advance to the next age. Is that no, right? no. So I'm talking about the actual versions of the game. Oh right. Sorry, um, I'm not. <laughs> I've got to be careful, yeah. don't I? Because yeah. <laughs> you do age up in the game, and yeah. that happens across all the versions of the game. Um, but no, no. So um, Age of Empires One the game mm -hmm. age of yep. empires 2 the game and age of empires 4 uh, the game were all being played over the event and um um yeah like age of, uh, i'm gonna google it now just because i'm was, kind of interested myself um, was, yeah because i'm sitting there thinking that'd be a really interesting restriction because i know you know i know in speedrunning they get like silly categories like there's a super mario brothers 3 speedrun <laughs> category which is all forts so like you, 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 the aim of the game is not to fi well the aim of the run is not to finish and kill Bowser is just to finish all the forts um, and, and no no know, they're not quite yeah. going not quite going yeah. that way um, so Age of Empires 1 was released in 1997 now an another thing that I really have to celebrate um, Microsoft for here is that Age of Empires doesn't have loot boxes or season passes or anything like that when they do introduce um, new um, races to the team and to the game um, you know they're packs that you do pay for um, but it, it is really interesting looking at that model of this game has been running since 1997 they've been able to make it continually competitive over that time and still manage to fund and, and support it um, as a developer which mm. you, you've got to got to be looking at that like I just think it's insane as an esport that it's still still relevant still going still lots of people interested in it um, which kind of brings me to the other thing I wanted to talk about a little bit which is the stats from the mm. event um, so the smallest prize pool was for um, Age of Empires 1, which was uh, 50,000 USD. And that pulled the most concurrent viewers. Wow. <laughs> which was just nuts. <laughs> so it was over over 100,000 pe people at one point were, were watching uh, Age of Empires 1 competitive play. Um, uh, so the Age of Empires 2 tournament had a prize pool of 200,000 and that was what we were just watching then, Age of Empires 2 um, with uh, Tato taking that out, which was very cool because that was his first first tournament, um, first time at a Wallalo. So he was the underdog and managed to pull it out, which is very cool. Um, and then Age of Empires 4 had a $300,000 prize pool. Um, so, yeah, just fantastic that Red Bull and Microsoft are still supporting this. It's, it's managing to be a LAN event. It's still competitive and still getting drawing decent viewership, which is very cool. Mm-hmm that's that's amazing to watch and yeah so so you were saying they play the different games so this one oh so this this is age of which age of empires is is this the one that tato won sorry that's i mean my, oh, age two. of empires two, two. Yeah. yeah sorry I'm, yeah. I'm i was researching something else sorry no no this, no got distracted. but um but yeah, I see there was a best of seven game that he won four two. So that's uh, that that's pretty bloody cool there. So um, yeah, it is. It, I, I do like uh, seeing the stats there and, and seeing that 
that, like you say, the Age of Empires one did have that, like, not just a little bit more peak viewership, but a lot more. Like, yeah, because I think um, the closest was around 70k from one mm. of the other um, Age of Empires. But yeah, yeah, mm. it's 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 just blows my mind and I love it. And it makes me really enthusiastic to be an esports fan when um, some esports can continue on for as long as it has and the developers can manage to keep it um, the meta going and interesting and maintaining viewership and players. It's just cool. Yeah, it's so bloody, bloody cool. Um, but as well, more international events happening. So this one's not not quite over yet. We've got the League of Legends Worlds. We are down to the last two teams, T1 versus DRX. Well, it feels like a long time ago. Like, I, I know I say this a lot, but World seems to go on forever. <laughs> Yes, it does. I mean, it could be because it does go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of joke because, I mean, you know, for a lot of these bigger tournaments, you know, a month or whatever isn't unheard of. Mm. Um, but when you've got worlds that just seems, I think it's six weeks. Yeah. I I'm going to have to double check the it. start date. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it does. It feels like it drags. And I guess another thing that impacts us more uniquely in our region is that, you know, we don't have a team to root for um, mm. all the way through, you know. Um, we start looking at teams that have Aussie players or Aussie connections once we get past the group stage um, to try and find teams to root for. Um, but I do think it's really interesting what we've seen happening and who who is in the um, grand finals this time because there there is a really lovely um, story that our friend Mercury um, linked us to yeah. in our Discord chat just about the players and the two teams that have made it to the finals. Yes, so uh, the two the two players in question, Faker, one of the goats of the game, uh, just there, has won three world championships and has been up there in finals and semifinals for for years. Um, but also there's a player on on the other team, Deft, who has been hasn't had the success that, that Faker has had at, at Worlds, but has been around for a long time. And in fact, both Faker and Deft went to high school together. Which what the I hell? love that. Yeah, I, I, I really wonder because uh, they're both from Korea. I want to mm. say, like, I do wonder if that school just uh, on all their newsletters on the plaque out front, it's like we have two, yeah. <laughs> two of the best League of Legends players that graduated <laughs> from here as part of their, uh, um, you know, trying to attract students to the school. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because like we we do all sorts of stuff when it comes to like sporting, like my, the high school I went to, um, here had Andrew Vlahoff, which for, you know, sporting people was a really good Australian basketballer in the nineties. So like he was touted really big and we produced a couple of, uh, decent cricketers as well. So, and they get touted quite big, but like given how big esports is in, in Korea, surely that's, that's pretty that's put on a wall somewhere oh yeah oh dude i would have that like yeah on the top of the building yeah <laughs> and why not why would you not um yeah but... um 
Yeah. But it's... I, it's, I, I, oh, sorry, I love what, what you were... Sorry, I just love what you were saying about yeah. the history of that. Like, just these mm-hmm. two guys that have both been active in the competitive scene. Obviously, Fake is considered, you know, one of the, the greatest of all time in League of Legends. And Deft, um, I think we were having a look back through his competitive history. He's He's been at Worlds... Uh, I want to mm. say for the last eight years or so. Um, um, the 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 image that I saw said 2014 semifinals, 2015, 16, 18, 20, and 21 made quarterfinals yeah. at Worlds. So always been up there in a team, but yeah, just making this um this this grand final here and and because there's kind of talk that this might be Faker's last roll of the dice. And for him, going out with a win would be amazing. But Deft is also, you know, getting up there in age as far as um, player of life goes, I guess. Mm. And seeing him win a final and go, cool, I'm done, thanks, I've done done what I needed to do would, would be amazing as well. Just to... to, to like there's great storylines on both sides. One one for a goat, and one for someone who who has just been up there for so long as well. Yeah, yeah always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Um, so it would be fantastic. Um, and I think that's gone. That storyline in itself has got a lot of people invested, and um, I'm really hoping that it is a competitive series of matches. Um, that it's not just a, a squash one way or the other, like we saw with the um, T1 with the three nils yeah. um, win. Um, but, you know, we can only ask for that and just and see what happens on the day. So when is that final is the question? It's sun- oh, well, it's Sunday Australia time. So I know here in Perth there's a, a watch party being done um, in, in a, the Varsity Bar in Northbridge, and that's at 7.30 in the morning. So um, that's when it starts. So for for Adelaide, what's that? Two and a half hours, ten a.m. sometime yep. in Adelaide. Um, I might uh, have to go to our casino or something yeah. and ask them to put it on on yeah, one well, of the screens in the sports bar. I might yeah. have luck at that at that time of the morning. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, but I do know as well, like in Melbourne, Fortress Melbourne are showing it. Um, GG Easy Bar will show it, and there's cinemas in New South Wales and Queensland that are also showing it. So. There'll be places you can watch it if you want to. I'm going to try and remember to wake up and go to go to the bar, but 7.30 on a Sunday morning might be a little bit of a big ask. Oh, I hope they're making it worth your while. They're serving some bacon and eggs and hash browns. And... Oh, I hope so. Oh, nice big English breakfast. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can do that. Oh, I so actually good. can't think of a better pairing. I know most no. people think esports and beer, but for me, esports and hash browns is pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say that that time of morning, I think like esports and a big cooked up breakfast. Oh, pancakes and bacon. Mm, oh, uh, yeah. I wonder if they'll you have let to me bring them now. Yeah, you have to phone them to say I will pay you yeah. X amount of money for a big big English breakfast at seven thirty in the morning. Um, yeah, but that that's worlds now. Why I was a little bit distracted was because I was trying to to Google um, some information on it because I have seen recently a whole heap going around for Valorant. Um, and and it, it wasn't in our notes, sorry, Natty, but I just suddenly That's remembered okay. it halfway through the show um, because there is uh, the, the the Valorant VCT is kicking off for, for applications soon, I believe, and there's like an open that people can can participate in so if you've got a valorant team i'm like i said i'm really sorry i was trying to find some more information on it um but but couldn't in my quick googling um no doubt there'll be some around check out um your your vct 
Twitch, uh, Twitter pay, pages or, um, and stuff like that. And there'll be a whole heap of stuff in there that, that you can you can check out for the Pacific League and, and all that sort of stuff. Because like we've spoken a little bit about it before, but what Valorant's doing and the way they're restructuring the league sounds really amazing. Um, and the fact that you can put together a team and compete and don't have to be represented by an org as well, it's made it really easy for, for teams just to get together and, and, and play. So um, that's looking really cool. Cannot wait to see what comes of that. Um, um. I was going to say we've also got the um, the Rio, the um, yes. IEM Rio major mm-hmm. that's just kicked off. So yeah. unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to look into that much. That kicked off this weekend. Um, it's running through till um, November thirteenth. So I, we'll I just... did see just just on that Greyhound Gaming won their game. So they're the the OCE representatives. They won at um, at PAX. They won won that game at PAX and IEM that was happening there to go to the international event and they beat cloud nine. Um, so that's really great. Love to see our, our OCE teams doing really well. And it's so, so good to see that. Awesome. So yes, we'll definitely have more updates on the IEM mm-hmm. next week. Um, just as that tournament progresses, let you know how the results have been going. That's it. Um, but that's it for nuts and bolts this week. Thank you so much for watching and thank you. If you've donated to our Movember campaign, we, we very much appreciated. We also realize that, uh, some people can't afford to donate. So if you can just share the message, share what we, what we put on socials, socials about it when my <laughs> tongue starts working again, um, you spread the spread the word and uh, yeah maybe maybe you'll see us do do that ultra secret you know reward redeem Ooh, yes it's awesome yeah thanks to you to everybody we've already had lots of love with people sharing mm-hmm. our our links on social media mm-hmm. um and good luck to anybody else who's involved in doing any other um uh what is the word any other campaigns yes. um so I, i'm i don't stream much so i'm personally doing the move campaign mm-hmm. so um i'm i'm moving my 2k a day i'm actually aiming to try and double it this year because it's meant to be moving 60k over the month i'm trying to do 120 Ooh. um so I'll, I'll keep everybody up to date on how i go with that definitely definitely cannot wait to see how we all go with that but until next week we'll catch you all later